Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison, joined as always by my co host, Mike Rasay. Chris Epps. Later, we'll be joined by Mike McGoy. What's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Ooh. Up. <laughs> feeling great, man. Feeling great. <laughs> feeling yeah, fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're telling yourself? Yeah, man. Couldn't be worse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's get into it. You know, um, big news. Crypto has crashed again. <laughs> again, and <laughs> and again, again and again and again and again and again. Everybody is panicked. Fear and panic is in the negative. Um, the stock market is crashing. Inflation is through the roof. We're officially in a recession. Unofficially. Shout out to Jerome and Janet for fucking up the whole shit um i mean it's not really their fault but yeah this is just the rebound of of covid partially but the crypto market was specifically affected by a young lad who goes by the name of do kwan yeah apparently (laughs) someone just showed up to his house today or there was a mob in front of his apartment in singapore just like earlier today Oh, so he lives in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think everyone just learned that right now. Like half the you know crypto Twitterverse mm-hmm. just learned that he lives in Singapore. Someone showed up to his house today and was pissed, talking to his wife, asking for some, you know, reparations. So, so it's crazy to me that 
out of all of the people in the world and out of all of the things that happen in the world in terms of finance, um, we were seemingly blindsided by this guy who I don't know a lot about. Um, he seems to be somewhat known in the crypto world. And obviously he's acquired hundreds of millions of billions of dollars. Um, but he was able to basically tank the whole system by uh, creating some sort of Ponzi scheme with his Luna protocol. Um, and well, the stable coins weren't stabling. So. Yeah, and they never are. Um, so, so what happened exactly was there's been a, a blockchain slash protocol called Terra Luna, which is its own chain, like Bitcoin or Ethereum is its own chain. And uh, it was based on a stable coin, uh, which we talked about before, called UST or US or the United States Terra, I guess, supposed to be denominated to the dollar bill or other stable coins that are worth a dollar. Uh, and it's on this thing called Terra Luna. And uh, it's you know supposed to be backed in like a lot of things are backed by gold. Most of the stuff is backed by gold or now credit. Everything's backed by credit. Well, this protocol or this this chain was backed by Bitcoin. Uh, the stablecoin was backed by Bitcoin on a and it's an algorithmic stablecoin protocol is what they call it. So it's like you make something pegged to a dollar by using the base asset uh, to make it to that dollar like you buy and sell and manipulate the your funds and make that shit worth a dollar and the market's been going down for like the last month or so like we've been kind of talking about that in this podcast for a minute so has everyone else so it's just funny that that this happened in may which is a timing that we all talk about about it's it shows up it's evident that may that you should always just what we say may run away yeah, well, well, yeah, a year to the day after Elon was on SNL. Uh, or, or whatever happened May uh, two years ago, uh, or was it four years ago in 2017? Like, it's, it's right. always May, and it's a bad time to be trading in general. It seems like May is always the time when there's a crash. Last year, like, in the crypto Twitter world, we didn't even care about Elon. It wasn't even that. It was too, it was too much leverage. And you know well, and I know. Well, no, 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 no. That's not. Well, you know, and I know that that's not true. No, Elon, Elon, was, Elon was, Elon I mean, was pumping. At, you can go a lot of at people talking about how SBF uh, was it Sam Bankman Fried, the guy who you know runs FTX. He they had a thread about how they had to sell Bitcoin and basically fuck up everyone who's over leveraged bullish. To no, no, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I get that part of it. All I'm saying so is there's always a narrative, but this was like the narrative this time, and it just happened to be something that is a Ponzi and most things are Ponzi's and, and it was kind of just like written in the, it was written in the sand, dude. Like this dude was taunting everyone. He was talking a lot of shit. He was like asking for it from the U S government. Like he was, eh. yeah, it's going to happen no matter what, in my opinion. And it is, it's good to happen now. And it's going to be even worse the next time it happens is basically my take. Yeah. The, the parallel that I want to draw to Elon and Do Kwan is that um, they're both supporting Ponzi's uh, Dogecoin being a popular Ponzi scheme. Um, but that's not really it. It's the fact that uh, 
when people or when one thing crashes, it sucks the life out of the market. And so when Dogecoin crashed after Elon's performance, people were pushing it, saying, oh, it's going to go to a dollar. It shot up to it was at 60 cents. And then we were all longing well, it. This is the thing. You're, you're, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. We were all longing it. Everybody was pouring their money into Dogecoin. Then it went to 73, 75 cents, whatever its peak was. Then he gets on SNL and starts doing his thing. Then it basically crashes. Um, everybody who was new to crypto had started to try to buy Dogecoin. They wanted to get rich. And that crash, in effect, with everything else that was going on, I don't want to make it like that was the only activity, but I'm saying that being a incident where retail was affected and a lot of people lost their money on those one that one coin um the sentiment i feel like is a big part of these crashes because you know to me logically why are all of these coins dropping why is apecoin bitcoin ethereum all dropping 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent at the same time, right? These are all independent blockchains, independent of each other that should not be correlated. But, but I understand that this particular instance, Terra, Luna, because it was connected to the concept of stable coins and that basically being disrupted, fucked up the whole ecosystem because people believe that and I am one of them. And I think that, you know, it's such a crazy notion that the system was set up um, with everybody under the belief system that these stable coins were one to one with the dollar and that there was almost little to no possibility of them not transitioning from being exactly equal or very close to equal with the dollar. So once that bubble is burst, once that becomes not a reality anymore um it upsets the whole ecosystem and i get that you know um but okay so the problem was with not the problem the thing is with both last year and this year the market was already going down the whole time the market was going down the whole time for the last month right and when elon went up he just went up and fucked up doge which was going up and that was the hype thing but there's literally we were already going down before he went up, that was like the savior for people in crypto. That's the thing people understand. Like the the where the the the, the time to know uh, is it's eons past. It literally a day is an eon. Like people are talking to me now. It's been three days of this happening, and today's like the worst day. But it's been ninety nine percent down every day for like the last three days straight. Right. But but today is the day everyone really wants to talk about it and make. I mean, like in the news too, like I'm getting like DMs and Twitter, I mean, on Instagram. Yeah, I think also it's like a great shield for the stock market crashing because people can say, look, crypto's down, crypto's crashing. But oh everything's my God. down. But everything's and down. But This is but, just the one thing that needed to be topped over. And, I, and I've heard from so many people who are not in crypto enough telling me that it's a sure thing. They saw from someone, they heard from someone, everyone who I know who is on fucking XRP, Everyone who I know who's talking about fucking ADA and all this other bullshit, it's all bullshit in my opinion. 
uh, and I will play the game, but I'm not going to tell my people to buy it because I know this shit's going to happen. It's going to go to zero. Yeah, my um, my Uber driver this morning, which I don't love when Uber drivers start talking to you when, oh, you, have, yeah, yeah. when you have headphones oh, yeah. in. Um, he tried to sell me uh, on Scrooge coin. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was he didn't even know I was in, in the crypto at all, but he was like, you he know, didn't even know that you you oh, okay. we got another month of thousand people. He fucked off yeah. Bitcoin up. Nah, he had, no, he had no he had clue. No idea. <laughs> he had no yeah. clue. Um, and he and so this is the funny part of So this is the funny part, bro. Um, he's talking to me and he's like, uh, you know, I don't I don't like to gamble. I'm not a gambler. I'm a I'm a dealer. I'm a dealer. I, he's a blackjack dealer at a casino, but he doesn't like to gamble. But his friend is, I guess, invested into this uh, Scrooge company, which is like a gambling website um, that allows people to play, you know, video poker, Texas Hold'em, whatever. And, you know, playing in that token, whatever, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, do you look at coin market cap you can look at it and it's like point zero 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 one two four or something and i'm just like all right yeah cool man he's like yeah but i'm i'm not a gambler though and i'm like well you <laughs> you realize mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like this is a gamble and it's just like he's saying all the things that gamblers say like you know um he's like no i you know i like to invest or i, I believe in this I believe in this guy, you know, he's got 30 restaurants and this and that. And I'm like, okay, just because he's made a bunch of good investments in his life doesn't mean he can't make a bad one and have you in it. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting just to see like how people are uh, different ways. People are looking at the market. Of course, like you got your requisite homies hitting you up. How long is it going to go? Everybody wants to know <laughs> where's the bottom you know because nobody wants to to say like oh they're fully out you know it's just like where's the bottom and then you got your other homies who may not be responding right now because they're not in a people a lot of people have i'm looking at stories about people losing their life savings yeah Yeah. i was Um, about to say a lot of people yeah they're really fucked up like Man, it's fuck- like a lot of the people that I know, like a lot of the people in my Twitter feed are fucked up, like millionaires are fucked up right now. But there's another thing, though, too. I mean, I, f- I understand like the millionaires part, but uh, I saw Bomani Jones say something like, yeah, people saying they're losing their life savings. But like that they're could stupid. be but that could be thirty five dollars. Like we don't know what people's life savings is nowadays. Yeah, but also, that's people also love- their fucking fault, bro. Yeah. People love to throw that. Oh, I, you know, from a. I believe that there is some millennials that ape their 401ks into crypto. Yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. But so. the millennial 401k, I mean that, yes. Even if though, like, like I I I think Chris was going here, and you know, again, as like the adult in the room, like, dog, you gambled your life savings, bro. That's your bro. fault. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you put 100%. it. Feel me? Because you could have just took it out. 
Yeah. Hey man, but but the sentiment is like what Jason was talking about, man. Everybody wants to get rich. Like I'm about to flip this 40k into mm-hmm. mill. Like this yep. is this is up only. You know what I'm saying? This this it, is why I have limited like remorse for these yeah. because again, you're you now like you're playing in my field now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel me? You're in my field now, beginner. Right. And so you got to then now take the lumps and licks that come with jumping in someone else's field. I'm not painting. I'm not making music. I'm not making, uh, uh, you know, movies. Like, I'm, I'm not doing like this is you're now in the financial field. Yeah. And by playing around in the financial field and not really adhering to the laws that have been set way before this asset class or the two previous asset classes before that have been here. You don't gamble your whole nut. Or at least listen to the people who've lost it all already and are still in it. Bro, that's the part that's like, that, that makes it hard for me. And I feel like for a lot of people who are like, if you look at, we're talking about how the memes are really good. A lot of people are like offended by the memes because they've been here for a year. Right. Mm-hmm. But bro, if you've been here for at least two years, or even if you've been here for a year from now and you were like all in, if you were in here from a year from now and you're all in, you would have lost it's really it all funny. It's years. really like funny stuff that makes yeah. me laugh. <laughs> like, I'm down. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Like, yeah, but we're all down together. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And it's a collective thing. Like that's the one thing. Like, I'm I hope everyone who's down right now who's lost all their shit keeps trying. Is it seems impossible. I'm down. Everyone's like, I've been down, like people don't know, I've been down for like a minute compared to like the last year. I've been down for like since the year began because the whole market's been going down technically. It's but if you stick through it, bro, it I mean, pays you back tenfold every we, time. Are, a lot of these people, a lot of these people are liquidated. They're not just like down, they're liquidated. Yeah, a lot yeah. of these people, oh, I saw stable coin pools were getting liquidated today, last night, bro. People, yeah, so would, the- like all of their stable coins so all so all of that yielding and farming and the, uh, like all of that shit was tricky like everything that niggas thought was safe in the crypto space was not safe it was I all you still stake on coinbase it's coinbase yeah. <laughs> you could just and bought ethereum like we've said this whole time well i don't know and that's the whole thing you know it's funny because y'all make fun of me for being a bitcoin maxi and all of that and 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 loving on that but i mean it still seems to be the safest play after all of the shit that's we never happened said it wasn't the safest play we were talking we were talking we speak in regards of what's the best yielding play that's well, where we usable separate on right. the whole bitcoin maximalist theory right in perspective it's like we never said bitcoin wasn't safe right it wasn't the safest we just said it, the bitches are slow but so, right, right. <laughs> and by the way, she's down more than any altcoin that I have. Mm, yeah, nah, nah. Mm. Well, maybe out altcoins that you have, yes. But I guess you guys didn't make that eight purchase then. Why would I do that? I, would, <laughs> I don't know. Chris, Chris I, was I, advocating. I bought and I sold. Chris I bought was, and I sold. Chris was advocating it for y'all Dow, so I guess y'all didn't. Y'all didn't. And it was a great move. Ago. It was a great move. Yeah, two, okay. three months. Like we okay. all bought it, we all sold. How long you okay, gonna- okay, y'all didn't. Y'all didn't hold it. I you thought you have to just sleep in the pussy. 
I thought y'all was holding. I thought y'all was holding. I thought y'all believed in the in the boy that long term. Don't leave it in. I don't like the people out. It's like not. It's you gotta. I don't want to do it, bro. You. I try not to do it. Right. Wipe yourself up, dude. I got you, man. Let's 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 slam on skills uh bitcoin maximalism some more actually <laughs> have you seen that fucking chart my boy are you kidding me right now what that bitcoin chart is terrible bro over the last 18 months terrible 18 months what do you mean it hit an all-time high in november yeah yeah now where is it <laughs> but you can't say 18 months bro because within the last what was that seven months ago it was at an all-time high so you can't say 18 months within the last seven months. It's, it's been bad. I mean, it's been, but that's the thing. Everything in the space follows it. So if you're saying Bitcoin, oh, look at the chart. That means no, everything no, else. No, 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 no. So what? There's so, been, but there's been been up trend moments for the other altcoins. Within the seven months. But I'm saying within the last 18 months, Bitcoin hit its all-time high. Yeah. What does that mean, though, if you're holding it right now? Bro, what does that mean for anything if you're holding it right now? <laughs> anything you're holding right now in the crypto space is dog shit. It's dead. It's just at the bottom of wherever it, it started. So nothing's good right now. That's not true. That's oh, damn. What? Okay, so let's get, give, give me some examples. What you, what you see in the space right now that's in a good place? Like right there's, there's overall, I think that's you're giving like a blanket kind of like vantage point because there's projects where if you minted it you're still up 7x like even though like it went 40x and it's down okay so so let's get let's hop over to the nft corner let's let's get off the crash for a second let's hop over to the nft corner let's talk about uh your favorite project also got <laughs> got blown up this week. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No. I guess NFTs. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait this. Yeah. Since, Let's since go, we, Skills. Let me since, hear it. Let me we hear want it. to start coming for heads. Yeah, let, let me let, hear it. Let let's me talk hear about it. your boys at Azuki. You oh, know, uh, we, was, <laughs> we were 30 ETH floor a couple weeks ago. 40, 40, 40 ETH floor. It was second to Yuga. It was looking like the second coming of Christ. And now it all falls down. Now we got (laughs) beans were five, five point six ETH four at one point when I looked at them, you know, seven ETH pre-reveal. Everything was looking sweet. It was a good project. We believed in the team. Hmm. I still believe in the team. I still believe in the team. Okay. I still believe in the project. I still believe in the community. Okay. So let's, Mike, explain what happened with. Man, honestly, honestly, (laughs) I was so disgusted. I couldn't even read the thread. So Chris has to explain. (laughs) I I, I couldn't read it. I was like, I don't. I woke up one day and, and Azuki was down to. Seven E, bro. It and I'm like, I, I'm like, bro, I don't know what's now. going on here. So, Chris, I went to five for a second. Really? Yeah, yeah. When we were talking about it, when I asked, when we were like at the heat of it, like the the day before the spaces they held. She's uh, back to thirteen like by two the minutes. Way. No, it's 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 back creeping up on the come up. Yeah. But go ahead, Chris. Uh, so uh, it got. It got revealed that uh, 
the one of the main devs or founder, one of the main founders of Azuki Zagabon, that's his handle on Twitter, was a founder of like three other failed projects. Rugs. Two Rug. that failed. Rug, rug pulls. One still going is just uh, you know pretty niche funks, which we've talked about. My boy Polly uh, is another founder of funks, which is just left facing punks. Um, so apparently he helped create that and created uh, Tindies, which he didn't rug it; it just died, and he moved on. And then he made—I forgot the other project. So it, basically, long story short, is he's he's been trying to hit a lick on this ten thousand. He, he's, he's a creator. He, he's a okay. He's a creator, and he, so so he's what a, happened was actually it was that like he left Azuki in the, in the like uh announcement of that it was revealed that he made these projects and left them before Izuki, which didn't which also left a even worse taste in people's mouth when he said he's leaving Azuki because he feel like he felt like it, it I guess the sentiment was that he had and what was from it was that he didn't achieve what he thought was a success and so he's gonna make something else or something. Uh so he's gonna dr- drop his or leave his position and move on and someone else will take over. Uh and it's just weird because, like, I feel like it was early for him to say that. In general, I don't understand how he feels like that in general. I don't know what his targets were. Like, what are his targets to say that he's not pleased? Or well, he needs well let's, let's, let's try to explain a little better to the audience. So, basically, Azuki is a PFP right. project. <laughs> yeah, you start going on tangents. Azuki is a PFP project that was very popular. Um, much like Board Ape, um, but not quite there. But it was right in the the very next tier. Um, one of the founders made a thread detailing projects that he had previously worked on um, that were viewed as some as rug pulls, but unsuccessful projects for artist creator trying to find his way. Um, if I'm trying to be objective. And, uh, you know, people were not fond of the thread that came out. And did he do a spaces as well? Was there a, a Zugi spaces? Afterwards, yeah, like two days yeah. later. Yeah, after so, I started tanking. Yeah, so th- after he releases this thread, which I don't know what prompted him to put the thread out, but it got a lot of traction on NFT Twitter. The price, the floor price started dropping drastically um, for Azuki and all of its offshoots. And then... He did his spaces. The price continued to drop um, and people were just uh, I mean, people in the NFT space are extremely sensitive. And I mean, I guess you could say the same for the stock market and everything else. But um, any yes. any news um, that isn't uh, some like fake utility or whatever is usually met with um, people being upset and. Yeah, the price dropped drastically. It's rebounding now. But yeah, I don't think I've seen a project that was that high in terms of like blue chip status uh, fall off so hard so quickly. Um, But it's still alive. It's not fully dead, but it did lose about 60% of their value, right? For a second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And then it just happened to coincide the same week as the biggest crash in crypto yeah, in the last I was few about years. To say, that's my 
So it was terrible timing. It was terrible timing because it's perfect timing. No, it's <laughs> perfect timing for you, everyone to think that Luna is the reason why we're crashing and blame it on whatever. All of it had to uh, kind of settle down and was on the route of settling down. Everything was on a downtrend right now for like the last few months. Right. And so that happened. Like in my brain, I think that happened. Oh, so then all the whales and Azuki have to cash out other shit to make sure they haven't to stop other losses. Right. And so everyone's in terror. Everyone I know was in terror. Right. So, so, so then all those people are like, it's that's the that's the thing where we talk about psyops. We're like, oh, you think it's this and that and that, but it's literally right. it's been happening for a minute, in my opinion. And all this shit was going to go down. Uh, it was inevitable. And even I and we, all my friends, all the experts, all we all kind of can't see it because we're all wrapped up in the day to day narrative. When overall, it's been going down for a month or two. So it makes sense Azuki was going down or that happened and then Izuki, the announcement that was happening and other shit was going down and all the other NFTs that we've talked about like invisible. But, but that's the thing though, it's like nobody nobody wanted to really believe it. Like, and for me having gone through the crash last year, like I know the feeling. And so it's like, I'm not trying to jump down anybody's throat, but like, I know the feeling of when you're holding and you want to let go and you should let go because if you let go, like if I would have let go, you know, when I saw my account, I remember it was 51,000 something, something. And if I would have sold it, then I would have had all my money. And you know what I'm saying? Like I could have got out of all my leverage plays and all of that and could have watched the crash from the sidelines and jumped back in and had, and could have really two X myself just by letting go, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I understand, like, I don't want to come out, come at the, anybody, like I'm making fun of them for not getting out. Like, like nobody knows, but what, it, what do you guys describe your feeling as when you're watching something go down and you knew like, damn, I should have sold it at, I should have sold my NFT at this ETH, or I should have sold my coin at this dollar amount when I knew it was crashing or, you know, like how I always will text you guys like damn i should have put in a short on this one it was 60 dollars. i only do that now in the shower like once or twice a week i'll stop doing it watching my screen i've learned you'll stop everyone else here will stop doing it less than less. mike probably big mike probably doesn't do it anymore mike probably doesn't do it as much like me and mike probably just do it once in a while now like you'll still do it you know for another year because you're still learning you know you're still getting acclimated you know but uh <laughs> No, I think I think that's just how I am. I think I think it's, it all goes to psychology and just your nature of how you deal with losses. And like, again, I think everybody has a little bit of a gambler's mentality um, and it depends on, you know, it's like people on the spectrum. It depends on how far you are on the spectrum of, the, of that mentality. Seriously. So it's like, are you willing to like beat yourself up for losses? Do you just let them run off your shoulder? You know, like, how do you feel as the loss is coming? Like, um, I think I've said this quote before. Um, uh, Ernest Hemingway has a quote about going um, going broke. He said, um, "It happens slowly, then all at once." And and that's pretty much like for any gambler who knows that they're about to lose all their money, like or anybody who's watching a chart or seeing a crash happen in the financial market. We kind of know, like you know like, damn, I should get out right now. Or damn, like, you know, like when you start seeing it crash, crash, you're like, fuck. And then you just got to hold on to the bottom. Like, mm. 
Yeah. And I mean, I mean where, where are your hedges? Where, where are the backstops? Where, where are your safety nets? Where are Well, where you can't are, hedge an NFT, Mike. You can't hedge an NFT. You can if you sell it. If only if you sell. Yeah. So, you know, so Azuki's at 12.9 actually right now. That's not bad. I mean, that's not bad at all. I mean, I don't even have an Azuki. I have a bean. Beans are at 1.8, so I think that's fine, in my opinion. That's fine. I've been down 50, 60 percent before. Yeah. That's nothing. Like, I, but like, that, it's, shit gets, that shit gets eaten up one one marvelous day. So quick. All the young ladies are outside eating snow cones, and mm-hmm. all the kids are smelling dandelions, <laughs> and we have an 80 percent day. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, slowly and then suddenly. Just are you? Are you going to take slowly profits? then all at once? Are to you going to quote Ernest Hemingway? Yeah, the great American okay, author. Know. Are you going to take your profits on that day, sir? Look, dude. <laughs> I could have, you know, been up, whatever. But that's I was never selling at that anyway. Like I was never selling my bean at seven because I was like, oh, I, my target is is another number, a little yeah. bit higher than that. So my only thing is just like NFTs were your hedge, kind of. And yeah. in my opinion, NFTs have also proved themselves in the last three or four days because all of the blue chip, all of the things that are worth thousands in volume are not at zero while a multi-billion trillion dollar almost trillion dollar protocol just went is about to go to zero it's going to zero luna is going to zero people it's one, but it can go 99 negative each day like that 99 can happen every 24 hours and that's what people don't realize there's a lot more money to get out of that shit like at this point, there's people with only a couple thousand left in there, and they're going to get that couple thousand because they got to eat. Right. With NFT, like with some of these NFTs, there's it's, I mean, we've you've seen the sales, you've seen World of Woman and other deeds still going, and Azuki still going, and all the things that got some provenance, got some provenance and value, and sure that we like is still going up or still it's not dying. Yeah, and but, I think you know. The- everything will have its day you know um, Facts. if you believe in the project like like mirakami i think you know when the nft market becomes a little bit healthier i think mirakami's project will do very well so i feel comfortable holding it right now being down a couple eth but no one wants to hear about a guy that's down a couple eth all right <laughs> I, I get it we're holding our down our down NFTs until the market turns around. Yeah, you're holding that hex too, buddy. Holders. Hey, hex you is, know what I'm saying? Hex is, Holders. You know, hex is okay right now. Fuck I me. mean, to be well, you know, I'm not going to completely dox my position, but uh, yeah, looking not not too bad right now, man. What's it at? What's it at? I don't know, 11, 12 cents. You know, nothing too crazy. It's just crazy. Holding up though. Holding up. It's holding, holding up. up. You holding know, up. holding up, holding up, loading up. That's all you can do, right? Hold up, hey, and load up. And we are loaded, my boy. Yeah. Sheesh. I do. Uh, I do think like this is definitely about to 
show which things are about to survive. I think stuff like Hex will survive. I hate to say it out loud. Hex is going to be. I hate to say it out loud. Hex is going to be the. Why, why do you hate to say it? Biggest hottest Niggas thing on the market, baby. I just follow Richard Hart on Twitter today. By oh, the way, it's the, <laughs> it's the best. Because I don't Prepare want you guys to be enlightened. I don't want you guys to think I'm hating on him. I don't have anything, any ill will against because him. Because he has all those nice watches that you want. No, that's why I started not following him. I want to follow that's him not. this year because of his watches and then. No, no, no. It was because I, you want you want to dress like him. I want that Louis suit. <laughs> my mama. That Louis suit was crazy. I would wear that shit every day. You know I would wear that shit every day. Hey, and the best part is, man, the part that I appreciate the most is, and he says this: if you ever watch a full stream, this is a monkey suit. I don't <laughs> like any of this stuff. I wear this shit because I know it attracts you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wears it a lot, so I don't know about all that. I think he might be that. Some of that might be cap, but on his live streams and in his public viewing, yeah, probably because he's in character, like Rick Ross. Right. So uh, the reason why I followed him was because um, he jumped in this thread that I sent you guys um, earlier uh, about uh, when was the when did you see the uh, top signal. Yeah, yeah. which i thought was great uh because everyone a- saw it there i literally i literally had 69 420 on my ftx what was it like the yeah i had that shit too we all had that number he's not someone special bro no 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 but it, i'm just saying the thread itself no, yeah yeah the thread is him saying he called the top and sold it and then he's no no no, no. the i'm the, Forget about him for a second. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying the thread of all of the moments that people are were posting, whether it was uh, your boy um, Ty Lopez or uh, people were saying Ohm Forks. Um, there was there was a bunch of stuff. Island Boys, like all of these different uh, you know moments that that we've had of just kind of outrageous things, outrageous people. Uh, in the space I thought was pretty pretty funny um yeah we had a good week for memes yeah <laughs> memes had a great week yeah yeah you meme to stop from crying <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I especially like the welcome back to work diamond hands oh, <laughs> yeah. that, was great. that was great yeah that the, was great the the uh mcdonald's employees welcoming you back to work uh and calling you diamond hands is a nickname yeah. it's hilarious right. didn't michael saylor post that too I, I, I saw that did he well yeah bitcoin is currently under his uh average spot buy for, for <laughs> bitcoin it's a few grand under that right now so you can front run michael saylor if you want to now if you are interested in buying bitcoin but yeah, and by the way, this is the same guy that told you to go ahead and leverage everything, mortgage the home, and buy Bitcoin when he did. Yeah, he's, he's now negative. And he's leveraged, so he's negative someone else's money as well. Yeah, he's he's underwater right now. Um Bitcoin maxis. I mean the the people who put their money in stable coins which is crazy because a lot of people did and that was something that i recommended like 
What do you guys think about USDC? Because I assumed that USDC was actually it's back. the only one I've told you everyone on here to put their money in. But USDT is that... started depegging yesterday. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so... why the stablecoin whales got fucking flushed out yesterday on some protocols and trends. USDC is the only one that I would trust because I know it's centralized and the government's got their hand on it. Right. Sick. Yeah, see? And we discussed this. But you can't have sovereignty just right away. You got to like give a reach. You got you to gotta let, them, you let them in a little bit. Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm reading an article right now on Market Watch, and they're t- t- discussing the stable coins, and they're saying Terra Crash. What does it mean for other stable coins? And so they're basically like giving you the full rundown. Um, also, man, a lot of legacy finance media fud going on right now. A lot of it, and they're they're very rich to do that, as if the stock market's not down massively. Yeah, yeah. As, no, they're using it. crypto as a cover for the stock market That's what being I'm saying. Down. The other covers, Luna's cover is a cover for what's already been happening. Yeah, no, they just they they're throwing yeah, Luna cri- with the insurance. They're yeah. throwing crypto in front of the the bullets, <laughs> the hail of bullets that should be coming at them. I mean, Netflix was seven hundred dollars a couple months ago. Now it's what one hundred and sixty. I mean, <laughs> like, well, at least that's actually value. That's a good valuation, in my opinion. Goddamn, this shit is horrible. Right. Those are right. over now, so that just should be worth like fifty bucks. Yeah. No, I mean, th- there's so many stocks that are have performed worse than a lot of coins this year. It's crazy. Um, I saw a list of them earlier. I mean, I think Amazon is down bad. Tesla, um, the whole the whole kid and caboodle. So yeah, I mean, legacy media. I agree with you, Mike. They're they're pushing this crypto crash narrative right now very hard in the face of the stock market actually being in a really terrible position um and that's the thing where it it, it all comes down to what particular asset class are you selling because you could basically tell who's selling what based off of who's pitching what yeah and so you look at some of the legacy finance things where yeah they're running mutual fund commercials seven out of 10 slots at five o'clock obviously they're looking or trying to sell you mutual funds right right like obviously their their instincts or what they're trying to do basically is push you a certain direction so they can't basically fuck up their own bags by saying well the stock market's terrible then the next 10 seconds is an ad about well why you should invest in the stock market so it's disingenuous because they act as if you know they're not being uh, sponsored or yeah as if they're not being sponsored yeah by legacy financial institutions looking to sell their products so they have to sell us garbage mutual funds or SLDs or whatever ETFs that people don't really even fuck with anyway yeah that's so the whole saying. yeah that's the whole play you know is don't don't look over here look over there exactly yeah. exactly and I like I love to tell the story of like you know, being at a at a fine like being a financial advisor in Newport, and then like I'm wondering like why my mansion partner keeps getting taken out to dinner or out to to lunch by these particular, you know, like reps from uh, this. Yeah, I can't really name them, but certain companies, and like why they keep taking my boss out to to lunch? If if this is only about us selecting the best performing asset for our client. 
or the best performing mutual fund that we can offer to our clients, then why are we being schmoozed? Well, he's, oh, this, is, this is about something else. This is about handshakes and who gets paid the most per commission. Yeah, he's getting taken to lunch all right. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's the whole, that's the game, man. So, um, well, with everything being down bad, there's two ways to look at it. You know, you could go to the highest window you see and jump out or <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, whoa. or or you can look at it as there's a big sale on the things you like hello listener guess who's back it's me anthony mays your favorite butcher turned podcast producer and i'm here to talk to you about butcher box ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Exactly. You know, skills, there's people really battling with that right now. I, and I I feel them. I, I've been depressed about this shit i feel like the best way is to make light of the situation obviously nobody wants anybody to take their lives especially over anything financial um ever ever yeah no yeah that's not only thing i condone is sudoku because that's honorable and then you gotta do that shit (laughs) (laughs) is it called sudoku or is that the game this is me being american okay harry harry curry Hard yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. They're telling that fool to do that shit in Twitter. It, they, like, yo, people are toxic as fuck. Telling someone, like, I understand you lost a lot of money, but it's your fault. You gambled it. You can't tell someone to kill themselves because you gambled all your money. Yeah, which right. is like the 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 biggest problem I think with this with this whole thing. That's why I don't tell people what to buy and or try not to. And if I do, it's just Ethereum. And also, I don't have any sympathy when you lose all your money. Right. I feel you. I'm I feel you, but I don't have sympathy for if you've lost it all in that like most people lost it all because they're all in on something that they don't know about or understand. Right. I'm now just reading uh that article I sent you guys from Arthur Hayes, the guy who made BitMEX, who made the first hundred X leverage on Bitcoin. And he's telling you like he I didn't realize that this coin was an algo stable coin, like what I invested in and lost 
thousands of dollars on like three months, six months ago, about maybe eight months ago. At the end of the run, after this May, a year ago, Algo stable coins became a trend. We all tried to make our own die, our own Luna. And it was just a bunch of like coders making their own, just like all these other Ponzi's or DeFi stuff. And they all are the same thing. Like right now it's in contraction instead of expansion. So when there's contraction, there's a bunch of more stable, like you have to print a bunch more Luna to balance the peg of the UST. And most people don't understand how, like what's going on. Like they could be actually helping the protocol and saving money, but they're just holding Luna. Like it's, it's not, you can't just set it and forget it. And that's something people don't realize. You can only set it and forget Bitcoin and Ethereum, in my opinion. Quick question for you, Chris. And that this kind of actually leads to what you just said in reference to set it and forget it. I was going to ask, like, how how long is too long to sit in a stable coin? In your opinion. And the reason why I'm asking that is because I think like one of the first we had I discussed how it saved me roughly 15 through 25 percent mid-transaction if That's I just would have moved over to a stable coin yeah. to liquidate as opposed to moving over to liquidate uh, you notice why I, you notice I paused right there for a second because I was thinking about that's the one thing that makes me always not like in my opinion stabling up is just by holding ETH for me that's just yeah. for me and yeah. also I'm not a very good financial investment person investor advice none of that none of that that's just because my bias and what ETH is <laughs> none of that none yeah of that shit. like it's just my bias bro um I, I think Mike would agree also like you know he'd be down like cash out into ETH and if it goes to a thousand bucks that might hurt whatever but like I know where it's going uh, I think holding stables is hard for me to justify because I'm not at that tier where I feel like having hundreds of thousands. I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars just to hold in stable coins and feel comfortable yet. Uh, yeah. I, you can hold them forever. I would hold USDC forever if I was liquid and just had a bunch of money. But that's the thing is that it, is that really a stable coin? Like we, it is in my. It's it's pegged to the dollar. It's not pegged to Bitcoin. It's not an algorithm. Like these are algorithmic stable coins. Like Terra is based off of contraction and expansion of events of the coin minting both of those coins to balance out the price to make it one dollar so to do that you got to sell and buy and burn and do all the shit so the the ribbon gets tighter and that's like a meme that i've been posting like like it's a thing like that suicide that suicide uh roller coaster in sweden or whatever you've seen that shit i don't know if anyone's no. about this thing it's like no. a, a roller coaster someone made and it starts up really high and it just goes into a thousand, <laughs> a thousand loops, smaller and smaller, and it kills you. But it balances out at like a certain thing. It's some guy made up a design. And that's I'm a not, meme. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not I'm not a true believer of the stable. I've never been a stable yeah. guy, man. You know, I'm I'm in crypto. If I'm in crypto, I'm in crypto. I'm fucking I'm ETH step. Yeah. ETH is oil. You know, that's why I work in the if I want dollars, I, I work. That's why I do what I do in yeah. the fiat world. But in the, in the crypto space, it's all about that gasoline, baby. Gasoline. And I feel that, and that's the reason why for me, it's like, I, I asked that question because I feel like stables by design are really, you know, just to liquidate faster mm -hmm. or something like that. 
Like it's not necessarily designed for you to just sit in it for days in and weeks in on end. Right. You know? And so again, I, I revert back to like thinking like, well, man, maybe you kind of had this coming on yourself, on yourself, thinking that you were going to seek safe haven in from crypto in a crypto. Yeah. It's another layer of like what you of rotation, basically. It's like you need to rotate out of that just as much as you need to rotate out of your shorts or long positions or right. whatever other position. Right. It's just a position. Right. Yeah. It is a like, position. Yeah. So and, and that's the thing. I feel like people don't really, you know, because it, it's still such a, a uh, a mask or like a it's so foggy as to what the real purpose of actual stable coin is and so just in our little you know experiences i'm like damn well for me personally if i'm like mid liquidation or something like that then maybe i could stable up for like a couple of hours maybe a day or something but like i'm not leaving excessive amounts of bags mm. and nothing Especially some goofy ass fake stable, like that's what these fake pegged to the US dollar year, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of coins, there was a rumor this week that Coinbase was going bankrupt. Oh, that's that's where that meme came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where that meme came from. Uh, there was a meme <laughs> that was saying, uh, you can earn, <laughs> earn up to zero dollars. <laughs> um, on uh on coinbase um yeah brian armstrong came out and said the rumor wasn't true but i think that was part of the fud and you know just general um weariness that everybody was feeling towards the market and i think a lot of people also uh experienced the you know coinbase shutting down i think they did one of those robin hood things where they're not letting people pull out their money you know after the cra during the crash and all that oh yeah yeah, yeah, I saw some a few. <laughs> it was just it was just technical difficulties that always happen when this shit happens. Same with the gas going up crazy amounts all of a sudden. Like it's oh, I can't sell it fast enough, huh? Yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think about what, what okay? Let me ask each of you to answer this individually. What is y'all feeling generally towards the market right now do you think it's going to remain like this do you think we're going to spin around and turn up um like what do y'all think mike you you can start it off me yeah um you know one of our friends made a good point and we were talking about you know the previous crashes and and he was just mentioning you know to you know made note of like if macro the macro uh economics of the world is like you know totally different than it was you know the last kind of like crash or whatever so um you know i do believe that you know we'll start to recover at some point but you know nothing ha happens in a vacuum that's all we're saying Basically, that's my perspective. So it's like when that is going to occur, and I don't know. Um, so no, I don't think we're going to stay like this. We will recover, but I don't have a timeline in my head um, because it's just 
a lot of factors yeah <laughs> and a lot of like correlated markets to right. this market. um so that's my answer and mike i kind of wanted to add to the correlated markets thing because i get the question often as a gold broker well Mike, how come gold's going down along with the stock market, along with crypto, if it's supposed to be a hedge against those other markets? Because these are correlated markets, right? Everything is, it, it, these aren't, you know, individualized spaces. And so uh, you when it's time to liquidate, you typically liquidate from your most profitable position or your least negative position. Mm. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for precious metals it's usually us so we usually get caught in you know the stock guys or even now the crypto guys trying to cover their shorts that then pulls the value or the price of gold and silver down significantly temporarily just temporarily once those shorts then get covered you then start to see a spring back in commodity prices first and then you see equity prices move after that. I go out of my way to not try to predict market cycles because I just feel like that's not the most effective use of my time and energy. Try to just deal with what it is. Now, is it realistic that we're gonna to continue to lose 65, 70% per week? No, not realistic, um, but it could happen. And it's like, okay, so going back to Mike's point, how much conviction do you have in your project? Like, what are your stop losses? And these are questions that you got to constantly remind yourself because again, you're playing with real professionals in here. And yeah, we're all amateurs, but there's also real professionals in here who do this for a living at a very high level and or also using someone else's money compared to you losing your life savings. So it's just kind of, you got to be cognizant of like, this is all a game for sure. And there are other people playing at much higher levels. Yeah. Like Kathy Wood, uh, she bought 500,000 shares of Coinbase on the rumors that they're going bankrupt. Uh, the stock is at, I think 50 something dollars. It opened at like 320 or something like that. Um, or maybe was it 400? No, it was 320. Uh, Coinbase is $58 uh, today. Uh, yeah, this Kathy got a hit on something at some point. Yeah, she's it, like been all negative for like the last year and a half. Yeah, it was 368 at, at the open and now it's $58. So that's not a great look. Um, and yeah, she's playing Chris a different Epps, game. She's playing a different game than us. Chris Epps is a much better investor than Kathy Woods. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You see that now? No, I wouldn't have bought, I, I wouldn't have I mean, bought, you guys are both negative. Actually, <laughs> you guys are both negative. We're just yeah. comparing <laughs> negatives right now. He's more <laughs> negative than me. That's for yeah. sure. My yeah. point exactly. So I'd rather yeah. be less negative than more negative. Facts. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Financial advice. Hit me yeah. up. <laughs> it's giving you some prime trade analysis right there. Less well, Smith Cap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, oh, my opinion, uh, yeah, Chris, everyone's afraid and shooting themselves, so you should be buying and DCAing probably right now. And you probably have another chance to buy at this price or maybe a little bit lower in the next month. But I think that, uh, it's if 
if you didn't buy last night, you might have missed the bottom of Ethereum. You could hit that again. It could go a little lower. Uh, but I think it's roll with the punches, and it's going to happen again next May. And I think you should just be buying Ethereum and Bitcoin and NFTs that me and Mike uh, are talking about probably are the, probably the best investments because we're not going to talk about the bullshit that we're buying small stuff. Um, I've, I, I'm numb. So I feel like, yeah, we're good. I think it's just what needs to happen. It sucks. It really sucks. And it happened, it's happened to me and it's going to happen again to all of us. Like we're going to be down a lot in a year or two years, but each time, you'll be up more exponentially and you'll lose and the market will be down more in dollar amount exponentially. So it's going to look crazier, but hopefully next year it'll be down a million and you're up 500,000. still. you're still at 5k, 500k. Hopefully you take profits. Yeah. So you're at the 500k and you only lost a million because the shit that you didn't sell is down a million. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's, it's a lot of baby steps, a lot of leaps and, and, leaps backwards and falls backwards but if you if you don't give up then you you'll be great in my opinion so yeah because the thing that i see and that like kind of bothers me is that i you know i see all these people online like dunking on crypto people and you know articles all oh, the billionaires are lo- the crypto billionaires are losing all their money and all this stuff um you know the smartest way to handle i feel like most investments is that if you invest 30,000 in Bitcoin when it's $30,000, if it goes up to $60,000, pull out your initial investment. And that way, everything that you're playing with is profit. This whole like losing your life savings when you could have taken profits. Like, I feel like a lot of people who are smart at investing have taken their profits and aren't feeling max pain like a lot of other people who just leave all their money in whatever the you know, asset that's in flux. Um, and so, you know, for the, the billionaires that they're speaking about, like, yeah, maybe they're not worth 15 billion today. They're worth 2 billion today. Like I'm sure they've cashed out an appropriate amount that whatever happens in the market will not, again, who knows, but will not affect their day-to-day life. And so I guess the best advice is, all I'm saying is make sure that you cash out an appropriate amount that it does not affect your day-to-day life and that you are over leveraged in any market, whether it's the crypto market, the stock market, the fucking shoe market, like just don't put all your eggs in one basket and you know, you won't get caught out there uh, because Do Kwan is fucking up uh, the game. And it's funny that his name is Doquan because that's it sounds like Daquan, <laughs> but, but, but it's not. Um, yeah. Stock X sells reps. Ben <laughs> telling niggas that now Nike has officially opened the lawsuit. To yep. Um, so on what on the resale market? Yep. Yeah, Nike is suing StockX for selling fake fake shoes. So if you're buying shoes off StockX, they might be fake. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Blew my mind. Wow. Been telling you niggas that for a year and a half, bro. Yeah. 
because that's supposed to be very they're verified. Yeah, that who is verifying authenticating them? Yeah, right. No, I mean they have an authentication process that people trust. Yes, it's that it's, it's Fugazi. It's just, I didn't know anything about bro, this. Just what is Fugazi. their process? They have a guy who looks like you who who, who picks the shoe up, t- turns it around seven times, looks in the inside, pulls the sole out, and goes, "All right." Yeah. Who knows less than you? Who I, knows way yeah, less than you? There's experts at the StockX headquarters, dude. I, I'm no. as surprised as everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a bit of a shocking revelation, but honestly. When I go into places like Round Two and other spots, like they get, I mean, you know, I was having a, I bought like um, the Jordan Six DMP version, whatever, and I'm like talking to the guy up there. And I'm like, yeah, I got out of the shoe game be- when these came out. This was actually like my exit, yeah. and he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. You know, he looked at me like I was like an old guy, like you know. He's like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's what's up, man. Like you know, kind of shuffled me out, but it was just like so interesting to me because i'm like damn we're putting our trust into these you know kids who run these stores they don't know shit they don't know shit about any of the things that we know that are defining traits about shoes or whatever the same can be said for (laughs) i guess the crypto market the inmates are running the asylum and that's not really (laughs) For sure. I mean, I think I think what's been exposed is that you can't can't put too much belief and trust in people because people are behind all of this shit. Whether that's the Azuki creator, one of the founders, whether that's the Terra dude, the uh, da- Daquan, um, or Ja Rule. <laughs> that like, yeah, you can't like, trust Daquan. You can't trust Ja Rule, but you know Agapon. who? You know who doesn't have a CEO or isn't owned by a company? But it's very manipulated. It is manipulated. It is very manipulated. Yeah, it's Bitcoin. It's Bitcoin. Yeah, like but I, I see what you try to do. <laughs> You saw what I was trying to slip in right there. I see, I see where, you, where you were trying to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is manipulated. The price of Bitcoin is definitely heavily manipulated. Elon is the only motherfucker going to the moon. <laughs> hey, he's running the game on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> so Every yeah. last one. Like you said, man, don't don't be overly uh, overly positioned. No. But that's the thing we're 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 telling we're telling gambling kids who are not yeah. investors yeah. to not gamble and have fun while all the other friends are all gambling and having fun and appearing as if they're making money, which we all know is only a couple of people really making money right now. There's some people that hit some licks now. It's some kids. It's <laughs> yeah. It's and not making money. It's kids. This it's young people making money for sure. Yep. And that's what makes it so attractive, you know, is that yeah. you see some somebody hit a lick, it's it looks sweet. But like you, you know, yeah, man, like nothing's by coincidence. And there's some people that got wrecked, but there's some people that are in great positions and are buying 
back their position right now. Yep. Right. Triple times, four times over. Yep. So do you think we've seen the bottom? I don't think so, me personally. But again, I, I, I'm, I'm not a prognosticator. Yeah. Mike? Reset? I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope yeah, so. yeah, I think that's the best response. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. It's like the Kodak Black. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, man, I will give it to Bobby. Uh, my atom bomb has been holding up. That, that floor is definitely holding up. Yeah, shout out I, to Bobby Hundreds. I think that thing is barely moved. Yeah. Right. He's got well, a got a solid community, man. I mean, it's not, yeah, yeah. I don't think he has the the politics and the the corruption, right, behind the project that most have. Right, it is what it is. It's no, you know, artificial anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Right. It's just it's an interesting time for the market, man. Um, I feel like we're going in a recession. I feel like the housing prices is going to be affected next. You know, usually when one domino falls, that means the rest are coming soon thereafter. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what the government does, any actions they take to try to, you know, prevent any further downturn or or what? I mean, Bitcoin is back up to thirty-one thousand right now. What can they do? I mean, you—they've done it already, right? They've done all of the. What, what, what can they do? All they can do are lower, and or raise rates. Right. All they can do. Yeah. And the rates have been at zero for a decade now. <laughs> right. Right. So now we're heating up, and now they're like, "Well, we got to get them back to zero. But to get him back to zero, we got to take him up first to cool the economy off. So they're taking him up six times this year. Yeah. Well, this is going to be interesting, man. I mean, good for gold again. Right. Good for, for, for good for what I do, but not good for the American public. Right. Well, yeah. Um, There's a lot of housing being built. Uh. I just wonder who's going to be living in these motherfuckers. Man. Uh, so give to lend some context right now in Porter Ranch, there's a new community being built that's already fully subscribed. Mm-hmm. And the waiting list is three months to start at 1.4 million. A lot of people. This got- is 30 <laughs> minutes outside of L.A. on mm-hmm. a good day. Yeah, a lot of people got got money, man. A lot of people are are in good positions to, you know, make some things happen for themselves, especially in terms of the housing market. Um, but also, a lot of people are approved for loans that, you know, thirty years is a long time. My you default know. on that, John. We'll see. I mean, inflation is going to increase. Uh, you know. We got 11% this month, so, bro, it's no telling what's going to happen in the next few years. Um, 
Yeah. Because I'll, I'll give you this one on the way out, big dog. Yeah. So the number that they keep giving us, they keep starting us to CPI, right? Mm-hmm. Again, they keep changing what the CPI is. Right. And so if they were to use the 1970s CPI metrics, right now, inflation's mm-hmm. at 25%. Yeesh. CPI is? Consumer price index. And so it's what they utilize to justify who people who are hourly wage workers, they give them a, a pay increase every year based yeah. off of the CPI index or the CPI, the, the CP index, which is the CPI. Um, and so they use that as a way to justify, you know, the increase. But they have now excluded housing, food, and fuel. So grocery stores, crazy. Gas prices are even crazier. And housing prices in Los Angeles are ridiculous. So where yeah. should this number really be at? Yeah, it's it's definitely lower than what it really is. Um, I'm sure it's going to be even more astronomical as the summer comes and everybody's using up all of the resources that we have, gas, air conditioning, and the like, uh, eating out and all of that. Um, so yeah, we're we're in a crazy time. Um, nobody has said the R word yet in, in the government or anywhere else, but I think it's coming. Um, so batting down the hatches, uh, you know, and just prepare yourself for what's what's coming next um i hope everybody stays safe out there um take care of yourself uh the new kendrick lamar album is dropping as of right now supposedly so uh maybe go listen to that uh, take a load off stop looking at the charts and yeah enjoy yourself enjoy life it's meant to be lived it's not all about money um but if you want to hear us talk about money tune in to crypto bros next week i'm your host jason madison for chris epps mike mcgoy and mike Rese. we out of here peace